Welcome into another edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Today we are going to be talking about a, a very, very, very important topic. Um, I, I mean, Bubba, I, I don't want to be a drama queen here, or in our case, a drama king. Uh, but um, our country is is headed in a, a really, really concerning direction. I think we've covered that pretty good uh, on the on the weekly show and in some of these podcasts. And one of the things that uh, seems to be problematic is that uh, those that want to see us go toward more of a socialistic, soft, tyrannical, which then, of course, we know just turns into tyrannical um, type of central government, one of the areas where they're gaining ground is education. I mean, they, they, they own education. Uh, for the most part, other than homeschooling and some private schools. And and one of the things is we have a generation of Americans that aren't really well-educated on the how, how this country was was originally structured and, and how it was put together and what what the design uh, was all about. And, and thankfully, our guest today, Greg Jarrett, of course you see Greg on, on Fox News as a uh, legal and political analyst, but uh, he has uh, written a couple of books. The newest one is called The Constitution of the United States and Other Patriotic Documents. And uh, Greg Jarrett joins us now on Rick and Bubba University. Greg, welcome. Hey, Rick and Bubba, good to be with you. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Greg, we're big fans. We love seeing you on Fox, and uh, you do such a great job. And you're able to break some of these very complicated things down so that the, the average everyday American can can grasp it. And we're just honored to have you on and excited to talk about this book a little bit. You know, um, it, it does appear our education system has run aground a little bit. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's so sad and disappointing to see. I saw it firsthand when my daughters, both of whom are grown now, but not long ago, were in uh, junior high school and high school, and I saw a conspicuous failure that they simply were not teaching much of American history. Uh, that which they taught uh, seemed to be pursuing a progressive agenda in which, you know, kids are sort of taught to dislike or even hate their country. Um, and basic civics of how our government operates, how it functions, the checks and balances, the three branches of government, all of which is outlined uh, in the Constitution, and, and the Bill of Rights, our cherished rights uh, that so many take for granted, it was just not part of the instruction. And, you know, frankly, it's one of the reasons why I decided to write the book, because I think our education system has failed young people. We uh, showed a man on the street segment uh, the other day on Fox News in which uh, young people were asked fundamental questions. Uh, what was the Revolutionary War about? Who won the Civil War? Uh, why did they call it the Cold War? A young woman uh, responded to the last question by saying, you know, I, I, it was really cold back then. The temperatures <laughs> were quite low. You know, you're tempted to say that we have raised a new generation of idiots and morons, but the blame falls squarely on our education system. And, and frankly, I blame the powerful teachers union that care more about themselves than the children they're supposed to be teaching. So, you know, this book is a tribute to the many patriots who made America great. We are a luminous beacon 
of hope for liberty, uh, prosperity, and justice throughout the world. And in this book, you will find not just the Constitution, but you will find a total of 65 letters, speeches, addresses, important writings uh, that shaped our history, uh, our virtues, our aspirations, galvanizing ideas and inspiring words that changed America for the better. And I, you know, I tell people, don't just buy one book, buy two and give one to your child's teacher because they need to teach from a book like this. You know, it, it's it, it's an analogy when we first got the book and, and we started looking over it, and, and Bubba's heard me use this before, but it, it was all, I felt like I was having that, that moment again when I realized as, as a follower of Christ that, that uh, all the warnings that I had, uh, like from Peter and people like that, saying, watch out for false teachers, watch out for false prophets. Uh, and, and you know, the, the Secret Service, the time that Bubba and I interviewed someone with the Secret Service about them teaching these agents about how to spot counterfeit. And, and the way they do that is to show them the genu- genuine article. They don't show them counterfeit money. They show them the genuine article. So when they see a counterfeit, they easily recognize that. I knew I needed to do that with Scripture. I, I couldn't know if someone was teaching me you know, false theology if I didn't know what Scripture actually said. And I think we have that now. I can't tell you the number of times on the show that I've heard you, Bubba, say to a caller, that's eighth-grade civics. How do you not know that? Uh, and I think your book is so important because I think that politicians get away with things if the people that put them in power don't know what they should and should not be doing that would be constitutional. Your analogy, Rick, is an excellent one. Uh, You know, the American experiment had its genesis in the power of words and ideas. We owe our unparalleled success to the exemplary statesmen and women. Uh, There are many in my book who expressed those words, bold and transcendent ideas, which made America and gave control uh, of our own destiny to ourselves. Uh, Government um, should serve the people. The people should not serve government. And historically, before America was, was born, you know, uh, kings and czars and emperors and despots Uh, ruled for themselves and not for the people. America turned governance on its head by the people, for the people. It exists only insofar as the people want it to. And that was so key to this. Greg, we have not been perfect because people are not perfect. But I'm, I'm like you, I'm still amazed at the ideas and the architecture of how this was set up. And we are our best version of ourselves when we actually do what we said in these documents. So right. that's one reason it's so important to know these. Uh, I remember in school we always had those documents, you know, yeah. uh, put up on the wall and the and the big displays and in all the schools. Um, you you had mentioned the teachers unions. Um, what do you think the reasoning is for where we're headed? Is it is it uh, is there an evil purpose in this, or is it just laziness and taking care of the home team? You know, I think they truly believe some of the nonsense that they propagate in schools nationwide, particularly public schools. 
Uh, you know, the people who run the union, Randy Weingarten, other executives, um, they have a conspicuous liberal agenda, and they try to superimpose that uh, throughout education, it, you know, sort of an indoctrination of brainwashing. Uh, you know, critical race theory is, is just one part of it. The most extreme version tells children that they should view every event and every person through the lens of race. Uh, again, the most extreme version tells uh, young people that, you know, if the color of your skin is, is dark, you're a victim, you're oppressed. And if your skin is light colored, you are a victimizer and an oppressor. Um, that is so insidious and fundamentally wrong and racist in and of itself. And it's the exact opposite of what Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, preached to America, that, that he hoped he would see a day in which we judge people uh, not by the color of their skin, but the content of their character. All of that seems to be forgotten in as educators pursue this woke progressive agenda that twists and contorts the truth. You know, it's interesting you, you quote Dr. Martin Luther King in that because <laughs> we, we assume everybody would agree that the content of someone's character is very important. But we're even told now that what is right and what is wrong is based on the view of the person who has it. And in many cases, the color of their skin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, resistance, objection, a disagreement. A difference of opinion is no longer tolerated. You abide or else. Um, you know, they have their ability under the First Amendment, our most cherished right, freedom of speech to express themselves. Um, but that also includes tolerance for others who may disagree. Uh, even hate speech is, is protected under the First Amendment. Um, but one of the things I try to focus on in the early chapters of the book are the clarion calls uh, for vigilance, the warnings issued by, you know, people like uh, George Washington and John Adams. Adams cautioned that uh, only the ballot box in a representative uh, democracy would prevent men in power from becoming what he referred to as ravenous beasts of prey. And he argued right. that the happiness of society is the end goal of government. Uh, you know, George Washington was also somebody who issued a warning of divisive uh, political parties becoming what he called potent engines of unprincipled men. They would undermine our freedom and you know, my goodness, Bubba, haven't we seen that yes. in recent yes. years? How prescient were yeah. they yeah. Uh, when, you know, unelected bureaucrats at the FBI, the Department of Justice, intelligence agencies tried to drive a duly elected president from office uh, by perpetrating and perpetuating the greatest mass delusion in American political history, the Russia hoax which, of course, was the title of my first book. We'll come back. We'll continue our conversation with Greg Jarrett when Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, continues. 
This is the Rick and Bubba Show. Watch more at blazetv.com slash Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. So let's talk about life insurance. It's not something we like to talk about, uh, but it's something we need to talk about. And you want to simplify it. You want to know that when you die, those that are depending on you will be given the amount of money that you think they need. Uh, and uh, so let's make it real simple by going with our friends at ladderlife.com slash Rick Bubba. You're going to love this. If you are looking uh, to to apply for $3 million in coverage or less, did you know that you won't even have to see a doctor, no needles, no paperwork? Just answer a few questions about your health in an application, and, and uh, the algorithms go to work, and they get you uh, instantly, many times, instantly approved. And then you can know that if you were to pass away before your loved ones, that ladderlife.com slash rickbubba will make sure uh, that they get the money that you insured. Uh, the, the cost of life insurance goes up as you age. Trust us on this one. So now's the time to cross this off your list and no one makes it simpler, uh, to give you peace of mind than ladderlife.com slash Rick Bubba. That's L A D D E R life.com slash Rick Bubba. We're talking to Greg Jarrett. He's with us. Uh, the book that he's just written, the constitution of the United States and other patriotic documents. Uh, this is so crucial right now, um, Greg, and you, you've, you've made that clear. We were watching, and I know you were too, you cover, covered this. When you get a generation of Americans that don't know these documents and they're not taught these documents, <coughs> then you can have something like the legislative branch, which we all agree many of them have just abandoned their job. Uh, and, and what they want is for the judicial branch to now start ruling on things because they refuse to do their job because they might be disliked by somebody for actually, uh, you know, creating law and passing law. And But if I don't know this, the branches of the government, and I don't know the original design, then I never even question it. You know, in the first 200 years of our constitutional republic, uh, in the legislative branch... Uh, scrupulously guarded uh, their duties, uh, their job uh, to pass legislation. And whenever a president encroached on what is identified in the Constitution as the legislative function, uh, you know, they resisted uh, tremendously. Uh, Now they're more than happy under Joe Biden to give away their own powers to him. Uh, whether it is, you know, eviction moratorium or it, it is forgiveness uh, of you know, yeah. billions of dollars yeah. in student mm-hmm. debt, which is clearly a function uh, of the legislature, the House and the Senate, or whether it be, you know, lawless, unconstitutional mandates involving COVID, um, you know, oil and gas leases, the, these sorts of things. And What is so strange to me is, you know, Joe Biden in in every one of those cases that I just cited uh, publicly stated he did not under the Constitution have the right to take action, that that was a legislative function. Then he turned around and did exactly that, (laughs) usurping the power of uh, of Congress. And yet members of Congress seem utterly unbothered with it and, in fact, happy um, that he took away their power and usurped it uh, by the executive branch. I, I, I find that so strange, and I'm sure that the founders no. uh, of our, our nation would be confounded, perplexed, and tremendously disappointed 
that the framework that they established is being ignored and undermined. Greg, um, you brought up several topics that we have talked about recently on our daily show, and I'll go back to COVID for just a minute. There were people who had dissenting opinions, mm. and, and they were just that. They had opinions that they thought that some of the things we were doing as far as the vaccines may not be good. There could be other issues. There could be side effects. But yet they were crushed in the open marketplace of ideas. They were blacklisted, blackballed, taken off of social media, not allowed to speak. And now those very same ideas, those very same questions, those very same concerns are listed on the drug websites themselves. And we've always thought that even though the debate might be messy and ugly, that it's still better to have that and let the cream rise to the top or let the truth work itself out than to shut down dissenting opinions, which we now know were correct, at least in yeah. part. Of course, uh, it was censorship by proxy. The government was using social media companies uh, to do their censorship and suppression of free speech for them, um, which uh, is unlawful. And in fact, it's criminal. Most people don't know this, but if you conspire with others to undermine or uh, get rid of somebody's constitutional right to free speech, that's a crime. It's actionable in a court of law. You can be thrown in prison upon conviction. Uh, yet no action has been taken against, for example, the FBI, uh, intelligence agencies. We learned from congressional hearings that the FBI uh, well knew uh, that Hunter Biden's laptop was authentic. Sure. It had been verified by the FBI, and yet they pressured Twitter and Facebook and other me social media companies into suppressing and censoring it. Um, that's not just a violation of civil law. It's a violation of criminal law. And yet nobody has been held accountable, even though uh, they were obviously exposed. But, you know, this is what the government has evolved into. Uh, it, you know, if if you are the party in power, if you are uh, the unelected bureaucrat, that disagrees with a particular form of speech and its content, uh, you can surreptitiously go about censoring it by proxy, by surrogate. Uh, it's horrific. We'll come back. We'll continue our conversation with Greg Jarrett with Rick and Bubba University. The podcast continues right after this. Bubba, none of us like to let our money go toward the very things we're talking about with our guests today. These organizations that seem to be part of the problem we're talking about right now, I know. Uh, and uh, they they uh, they do exactly the things that we just mentioned. So you start thinking many times, well, do I even have a choice? And when it comes to your wireless service, the answer is yes. Uh, Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless uh, provider, standing behind you know uh, their values, standing behind uh, you know exceptional service. Uh, they're an example of putting the cause ahead of profits, and you know we partner with them and proud to do so um, because 
the Black Friday deal they just did, they're going to extend that to, to Every Friday Matters, and you can get a free smartphone when you switch today. That's right, a free smartphone when you switch today. Now, Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage. You get access to all three major networks. You get the same coverage you've been accustomed to, but here's the difference. You're not funding the left. Uh, yes, and if you don't love it, uh, you can switch back no problem at all. They got a 100% US based customer service. You can keep the number you already have. Uh, you can uh, uh, get that free smartphone right now from Patriot Mobile if you'll use this. Listen, free smartphone if you switch today, and you can have great service but yet not be funding things you might oppose. Uh, you want to be with a company that's uh, for free speech that we're talking about today, religious freedom we're talking about today, sanctity of life, veterans, first responders. Go right now to Patriot patriotmobile.com slash Rick Bubba for this deal. Get a free smartphone when you switch. That's patriotmobile.com slash Rick Bubba or call 972-PATRIOT. Use the promo code FRIDAY76. The promo code, promo code again, FRIDAY76. Greg Jarrett's our guest, of course, political analyst, uh, legal analyst for Fox News, the new book that he's just put out, The Constitution, the Unabridged Constitution of the United States. Uh, with all 27 amendments and other key patriotic documents. Um, and we're talking things like the Articles of the Confederation, uh, the Treaty of Paris, the Federalist Papers. Um, I, I notice you adding the Federalist Papers. Greg, why is that important? Why, why do people need to be educated on that? Well, the Constitution was heading toward defeat. It had to be adopted uh, by the states. And uh, one of the things that was missing uh, was not only a Bill of Rights, which was immediately passed, but, uh, you know, you had to get the Constitution approved. And uh, so James Madison, Alexander Hamilton, John Jay began a series of 85 essays that were published. They became later known as the Federalist Papers, and they explained in detail why the Constitution was necessary right. and what uh, the various parts of the Constitution mean, how the government should operate. Once Americans began reading this, they said to themselves, okay, this makes sense. And of course, the Constitution was adopted. So, but for the Federalist Papers, and there are 85 of them, they're not all in the book, I chose three of the most important because they explain the most important functions of our government. So they're in in this book. Uh, you know, Thomas Paine's essays, uh, not all are in there, uh, but of course that turned the tide uh, in favor of independence and self-determination. Uh, so Paine's most important uh, writings are in the book, but you know, there's so much more here. One of the stars, I think, uh, of the book, at least to me, Frederick Douglass, yeah. uh, and his lament on the hypocrisy of slavery, Booker T. Washington, the suffragettes, Elizabeth Cady Stanton, Victoria Woodhull, Susan B. Anthony. These are people who made a meaningful difference in the advancement of rights in America. Uh, and, you know, students have never heard their name. And, uh, and so they are included in this book of course, as well as people like Abraham Lincoln, Theodore Roosevelt, Franklin Roosevelt. I have four of the greatest, most memorable addresses uh, by Ronald Reagan in the book. 
Hey, let me say this also. This is not a conservative or liberal uh, agenda book. Both are well represented. This is a book that is philosophically patriotic. And I hope it helps to rekindle the American spirit in, in how great this country is and how blessed we are to live in it. Greg, let me, let me ask you what may be a controversial question. Abraham Lincoln saved the Union. He did away with slavery, which was wrong, should have never have happened. But the way he did it, did he damage our Constitution by limiting states' rights? Well, one can certainly make that argument, and it has been made uh, by uh, historians. Um, I disagree. I think he was America's greatest president. Uh, the Emancipation Proclamation, uh, the 13th Amendment, his Gettysburg Address, where he reminded Americans that all men are created equal. Uh, his second uh, inaugural address, in which he sought to heal the wounds of the great civil war with malice toward none, with charity toward all. Uh, every time I go to Washington, I visit the Lincoln Memorial. You'll find the Gettysburg Address on one wall uh, and the second inaugural on the opposite wall. And, you know, it it sends chills up my spine and, and brings near tears to my eyes uh, to stand in front of a statue of such greatness. Uh, and we owe a lot to Abraham Lincoln, but the many other people who followed who ably guided us in America through two centuries of grave threats and treacherous waters. They are well represented in this book as well. Well, one of the points you make, and we've made this on the show many times, and, and another reason why this book is so important, if you don't know all the documents that are here in these speeches, for instance, the civil rights movement and the end of slavery, both of those, really would have had no merit if they couldn't point to the Constitution, if they couldn't point to the Bill of Rights, if they couldn't point to what this country claimed they were. Because if it wasn't, if it wasn't for the Constitution and it wasn't for the things that are in the preamble and, and the Declaration of Independence and all these things, people could say, well, y'all said all men are created equal, and without these founding fathers, without the people who wrote this, without the Constitution, these documents, the country could have said, well, no, we didn't. And, and that's the problem with trying movements like this in countries that don't have what we're supposed to have. The only way to say the country was being hypocritical was for it to be a standard to begin with. You know, the, the Civil War and the Union effort and Abraham Lincoln's leadership was a fulfillment of the promise made in the Declaration right. of Independence that all men are created equal. And in the Constitution, they attempted to form a more perfect government. That is aspirational. Uh, it, it cannot ever be achieved because a government of the people and by the people who are inherently fallible make mistakes. And, you know, I, I don't sugarcoat or gloss over the mistakes that America has made uh, in, in my book. Um, you know, the scourge of slavery and human bondage, four million people in chains and 
sold on the auction block along with horses, sheep, and swine to, to borrow the language of Frederick Douglass um, is an ugly stain on America. Uh, and if the more neutral forms of critical race theory mean to teach a more accurate version of American history, then I'm all for accuracy and truth. Um, so, you know, I try to uh, be fair and balanced in the book. Uh, I have a lot of the famous addresses of Franklin Roosevelt, uh, his famous fireside chats, uh, his leadership through World War II. One of the interesting things that you'll find in this book, the great uh, theoretical physicist Albert Einstein wrote a secret letter to FDR warning him that the Nazis were uh, uh, engaged in this effort to build a frighteningly powerful new weapon, an atomic bomb. And that secret letter is what triggered the American and British effort uh, in the Manhattan Project. Uh, to beat the Nazis uh, to it with the creation of an atomic bomb. You'll also read the statement by Harry Truman in which he announced uh, the dropping of the bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. You can agree or disagree historically on that decision, but it's important to read Truman's actual words, which are in the book. We'll come back. We'll continue this conversation with Greg Jarrett. When Rick and Bubba University, the podcast continues right after this. I know that everyone, when they started their day today, Bubba said, I would like to hear Rick and Bubba talk about underwear. Absolutely. Uh, right. I, but you know what? It, it is a topic that's, that, that we can have fun with it. But the bottom line is uh, Tommy John is a phenomenal company and they do make the most comfortable underwear that that uh, that you will have ever worn. If you've never, now we we I mean I hate to say it, we have them on right now. Yeah, absolutely, I, mean, I can I, model if you I, want I mean, me to. But let's not, let's not. They they have actually sold twenty million pairs, if you can believe that. Uh, it's also a great idea for this time of year to give the gift of Tommy John because um, it, it, if you're comfortable. Uh, in these type of garments, everything just seems better. Now, this is the softness season, so give the gift of comfort to everyone on your list, including yourself, with the new Tommy John underwear, loungewear, and pajamas. They are all the same commitment to the quality uh, that Tommy John made when they said, we're going to make the most comfortable pair of underwear anyone has ever worn. And they, they have the no uh, the no wedgie guarantee. They will not ride up. Nobody likes that. No yeah, so uh, you can you can go and find horses it. are for riding. Rick. Thank you so much. Go right now to get twenty five percent off everything. We're talking about TommyJohn dot com slash Rick Bubba right now. Get twenty five percent off across the site. Okay, at TommyJohn dot com slash Rick Bubba. Greg Jarrett's our guest, and we continue our conversation about his latest book, uh, including the Constitution of the United States and all these other speeches and incredible uh, patriotic documents about how this country was formed. Greg, I want to shift gears just a little bit and kind of get your opinion on on some of the headlines today. Uh, if you, I, I've I've always been of the mindset that no one is above the law. Mm -hmm. If you break the law, uh, there's a case. Give me due process and then pass out the punishment. Mm -hmm. uh, do you find it, if you like Trump, dislike Trump, really doesn't matter either. We've never before in our country seen a situation where we have a candidate of a major political party who is going to get that party's nomination being prosecuted 
with uh, multiple lawsuits, multiple jurisdictions, all at the same time, in almost an orchestrated effort to interfere with the campaign. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? And uh, does this make us look a little banana republic? It, it absolutely does. And I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um, this is a pretty blatant, brazen election interference. The weaponization by prosecutors of their authority uh, in order to damage a uh, presidential candidate who is a leading contender, obviously, by virtue of the polling data. Uh, they waited for two years before they uh, brought their cases uh, at a time in which the presidential campaign is well underway and the timing of the trials themselves in the middle of the primary and caucus season. Uh, leading up to the presidential election next year. Uh, look, I, it's abundantly clear to me that these are politically driven prosecutions. Uh, in many cases, they mangle the evidence and contort the law and twist the facts uh, in order to go after Trump. Simultaneously, the Attorney General's Department of Justice and the FBI have been running a protection racket uh, for the Biden family. There is compelling evidence uh, that Joe Biden was complicit in his son's corrupt influence peddling schemes, uh, selling out his dad to America's adversaries. Uh, they were peddling access and promises of benefits in exchange for tens of millions of dollars. And look, the financial records don't lie. Uh, they have been studiously uh, gathered uh, by the oversight and judiciary committees. And of course, the most recent uh, event is the deposition subpoena of Hunter Biden, who is resisting, uh, claiming that he's only going to appear at the public hearing. Uh, you know, he apparently slept through law school <laughs> where they taught that subpoenas are orders. Right. You don't get to dictate the terms. But all of this demonstrates to me just how corrupt our, uh, our justice and legal system is. Uh, the idea of equal justice under law, fidelity uh, to law, has been lost. The, the case in New York where they're arguing about balance sheets and they're arguing about the values of properties, I've kind of watched that, and Greg, I'm nowhere close to an expert, uh, and you are. You've covered these things for Court TV many, many years ago. This one, to me, seems very bizarre. Um, there, You don't just get to put down on a balance sheet what something is worth. Um, you have appraisers that do that. You have, you know, he's dealing with these very sophisticated lenders that are going to go and do their own values on this. Mm -hmm. I, I'm really confused at how this one has even gone forward, plus the fact that the prosecutor, in well-documented video, ran her campaign for that office by saying she was going to get somebody. How can a judge even allow that person to prosecute someone when they ran for that office saying that they were going to get somebody? That, that is so far from blind justice, I, I don't know what, it, what could be any further. 
Bubba, the answer is because uh, the judge, Arthur Angoran, is just as biased against right. Trump as Letitia James is. And you're right. When she campaigned on the promise of targeting a specific individual uh, without ever reviewing any evidence or having access to files, uh, but she preordains an outcome in order to garner votes, that's a violation of the canons of ethics that uh, govern prosecutors. It is a disbarable offense. And yet in New York, you get away with it. Uh, look, this is a ludicrous case against Trump. Uh, they dug up uh, and dusted the dirt off a consumer protection statute that uh, somehow uh, violates uh, 150 years of established common law. A consumer protection statute in which consumers are not harmed. This week, uh, Deutsche Bank, which lent the money to Trump, said, are you kidding? We were incredibly happy with it. We made loads of money. We wanted to do more with Trump, who paid off the loans early, and we made more than $100 million on those loans. And, you know, the executive said it is not uncommon uh, in big loans for the financials of a borrower to be different than the financial valuations that the bank arrived at, whether it was 4.9 or $2.6 billion, didn't matter to us, he had the money. Uh, and nobody was harmed, certainly not the banks. We'll come back, we'll finish our conversation with Greg Jarrett when this edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast continues. So, one way you can stop a bad habit is to take that habit and, and take it from a bad habit to a good habit. And that's why uh, fume is really, really popular. Uh, they spell it F U M. Uh, we're not talking about some weird mind thing or, you know, uh, uh, you know, or, Hey, Hey, I got to quit this cold Turkey. Sometimes that's really difficult. It's good for after Thanksgiving making sandwiches, but <laughs> yeah. not very good. So, um, not every bad habit, uh, you know, can can just continue to be bad. Uh, you can, uh, you know, use this product called Fume, and, and instead of bad, Fume goes to good. It's a habit that you're free to enjoy. It makes replacing your bad habit easy. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. Uh, and instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses all natural, delicious flavor, delicious flavors. And if you're like me, you like to fidget. Uh, it is a great uh, fidgeting toy. Uh, it's designed with these movable parts and magnets and give your fingers a lot to do for de-stressing, anxiety, uh, and helping you break a bad habit. But one way to really do that is just make that same habit good. You'll like the taste, you'll like the feel, and you will love the look. So why don't you go to Trifume, now that's F-U-M, T-R-Y-F-U-M.com, use the code Rick Bubba to save 10% and uh, get the journey pack today. That's T-R-Y-F-U-M.com. Use the code Rick Bubba to save an additional 10% on your order and take that bad habit and turn it into something good. Greg Jarrett is our guest. Uh, we talked uh, about the new book. Uh, of course, it's available now, The Constitution of the United States and Other Patriotic Documents, so, so important. He's also authored the New York Times bestselling, which we just talked a little bit about, some of the things that are going on with the attempt to remove Trump as a candidate, the Russian hoax and witch hunt, and also uh, the trial of the century. So uh, those are available as well. So do you think... Bub and I tend to oversimplify things, Greg, and this is more talking about the current book, but I guess that also would apply to the Trump stuff because 
if things are being done that can't be done and you don't right. know what the standard <laughs> is, so it all kind of works together. Did, did America make the biggest mistake, our first step, when we allowed the Department of Education to ever be formed? Uh, I totally agree. Uh, you know, if, if I were uh, president of the United States, one of the first things I'd do is abolish it. Um, it is more destructive than constructive. Uh, they haven't achieved anything except a decline in educational standards and, uh, you know, the, the educational knowledge and ability of students. Uh, truly a worthless de department, um, but there are others. Well, it, um, so go ahead. If you know, and, and you're, you're trying this book, it, it, I'm just sitting here. But see, if I knew that the founding fathers, with all the things you clearly lay out, if I knew that they warned me, and I really knew it, that we limit the government in a constitutional republic, and one of the main reasons we limit the government is because any power that you allow the government to have, they will abuse. So we're going to limit it because the governments throughout world history have never been able to handle the power you give them, and they will eventually use it against you, so don't give them any weapons. If we really knew that and understood that, like you're trying to do with this book, when the Department of Education came up, we'd have said, nah, the Founding Fathers warned us about that. We don't need to do that. I know they're saying they won't interfere with curriculum, and they're only here to help, the nine words that Reagan warned us about. Uh, we know they'll abuse this, so we won't let you have it. Yeah. Uh, the, the least intrusive government is the best government. That was the message of our brilliant founders and, you know, the durability of our constitutional republic, the rights we enjoy today should be a shining testament to the, you know, intellectual brilliance of our forebearers. Unfortunately, too many in America, especially uh, those in Washington, D.C., either never knew those words or they've forgotten them. Uh, and I think there needs to be a reckoning here, a reimagining of what our uh, government is supposed to be. You know, Ronald Reagan, in his time for choosing speech in 1964, the famous speech that vaulted him on the national stage, warned of a government that was becoming so bloated and so big and powerful that they want to control our lives and every aspect of those lives. And in his first inaugural address, he so famously said, uh, government is not the solution to our problems. Government is the problem. Right. Uh, you know, people in Washington need to awaken from their deep slumber and remember the original purpose and intent of our government. Uh, freedom for people. Let them choose their own destiny. Get out of the way and stop interfering. Greg, how do we get back to those ideals? Because obviously we have moved off of that road. Well, it's exceedingly difficult. But, you know, as I often say, um, the solution uh, to our problem can always be found at the ballot box. You know, in a constitutional republic based on democratic principles, it is always the people who have the final say. And if enough agree uh, that, you know, everything has gone awry and we need to rework our system 
so that it better serves the people uh, and their own uh, self-determination. Then they cast their ballots on election day and they can change the course of history. What we need are smarter people and better leadership. Uh, and in this day and age, uh, that's difficult to find. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, GregJarrett.com. Is uh, the book available? I know we have your website here. Is it pretty much available anywhere, or is there a preferred way you'd like people to go get it? It's available nationwide in bookstores everywhere. You can go to your Barnes & Noble or the bookstore around the corner, or you can do what I often do and order it online, Amazon, other outlets. Uh, uh, it's readily available and can be delivered to your doorstep the next day. So I invite everybody, uh, if you love this country and you care about our government and our history and our traditions, um, you know, this is the book that I think, you know, you need to have on the bookshelf. Agreed. Uh, you know, you can sit around and say, well, I hope my my school will will put it in, in, in their, uh, you know, curriculum. That's an uphill climb. I tell you what you can do, though. You can put it in your home, uh, and you can have it there, and you can study it as a family, and you can study it with your children and your grandchildren. You can do that. Uh, so uh, we urge you to go out and, and find it and get it. Uh, Greg, thank you for taking time to be with us today. What an honor, and uh, we hope we have some future conversations lined up soon. Well, Rick and Bubba, uh, you guys are terrific, and I was very flattered and uh, excited to be on your program. Let's do it again soon. I appreciate it. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Greg Jarrett, and thank you uh, for joining us on this edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast.